boys, hey fangirls. It is Carnell, the Mad Dragon Holly here, and my buddy, Dwayne Worrell here, screenwriter extraordinaire. And this is our very first podcast, and it's entitled Writer's Roulette. Writer's Roulette, best podcast online. So this, this episode, very first episode, is on writing your first script. Appropriately. I mean, we're, we're talking, it's our first podcast. We should talk about how to finish up that first screenplay. It's a challenge. It, it's definitely a challenge. And uh, we're going we're gonna to go in depth and, and sort of talk about the process that we all go through in writing that first screenplay and getting that first one out. Oh, most definitely. Like, explain, I mean, you're, we, we've both written scripts, but your expertise, your, your status, because I'm not, I'm, we're, we're in different fields at the moment. But as for you, 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 you're legit. Well, I, I think, yeah, and I think a good good way to start off is sort sort of introduce ourselves and sort of um, give a background on what we're about. And I'll start. Um, so again, my name is Dwayne Worrell, and um, I am not on another level, like he said. I, I'm still a struggling writer. I have had uh, three films produced and a television series produced. Uh, the television series is called Iron Fist. It's on Netflix. The most recent season came out a couple weeks ago. My films include The Wall, which is probably the most well known of the three. The other the other two are very obscure. One is Operator. Um, the other is called Walking the Dead. Not The Walking Dead, but Walking the Dead in attempts to garner some some sort of publicity. Publicity. I can't pronounce that word. Pl- <laughs> publicity. Publicity. Pl- 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 yeah, oh, wow. You can't do it either. Um, popularity off of um, the actual show The Walking Dead. So they, they sort, sort of switched around the title. Because The Walking uh, oh, Dead was piggy, popular. Basically piggyback off. Exactly, okay. exactly. So um, th- those those are uh, my three films, and I'm I-, I have an agent, and I'm wrapped, and I'm still writing, and um, I do have a little bit of experience. But we're all writers, and we're all we're all, we're all sort of um, in the struggle to to get films made. Um, why don't you tell the uh, the good men and women out there a little about a little bit about yourself? Yeah, a little mic check, mic check. One two one two. Basically, he says struggling. Um, yet and still, he is a working writer. Okay. Uh, as for myself, I do a lot of indie stuff. If you, I am basically your your neighborhood Black Panther, the the superhero, not the not the the uh, you know what? Oh man, with the picks and shotguns and dress all in black, also. But you you know, as for myself, I'm doing the fight choreography. I I'm dabbling in in a, a little behind the scenes work as well, behind the camera, but mostly acting and so being able to write from a point of view that we we both know that writing a script i mean it's the blueprint yes for sure and but you you just can't be all caught up in these characters because you have to have actors that can actually play these characters in which i mean from beginning to end like how are you trying to ground these characters in this world while creating another world like these these characters have to be relatable right. always and i think you have a unique perspective as a writer that that duality of acting and creating and writing is a unique perspective many times the writer as they're creating the story and the characters they they're not thinking that a real person needs to come and embody this 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 person so um you have a very unique perspective in 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 your writing uh career Mm, mm. I mean, it was, it, and I, I would I would tell people that um, when it comes to writing, you do have to have a a sense of um, of being crazy because uh, essentially you are being uh, I guess schizophrenic because you 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 have to create these characters that are full fully fleshed out that aren't. Uh, one character say, "Oh, I'm going to speak for this character," and you're still the same character, maybe dressed a little different, but you have to not be yourself all the time. Um, I guess have some aspects of yourself to ground it in reality, but you are writing for another character that is not what you do in real life, what you what you've done, um, whether you've experienced it firsthand or not. Right. So like wow, like wow, it's just like like a lot your for your mindset goes into this. 
I like. No, it. I, I I agree with you, and I I like that that sort of simile, that that metaphor. It's like it's like schizophrenia, mm, mm. Um, and I very much feel that 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 you you have to be honest to what the character would do, and um, that's something I I really do want to talk about when talking about plot and talking about character and having a story, a certain narrative direction that you want to go in. Mm. But when you're true to the character, you can't always go in that straight line. Sometimes you have to veer off because this character isn't going to do what you want them to do. They're going to do something else which is going to twist the plot around in a different direction. But um, I'm getting ahead of myself. Let's let's talk about that I, first screenplay. Let, let's, you, let's, uh, you make me think of plot holes. That's where plot holes come into play. Um, yes, uh, as far as as far as writing your first script, at least for myself, the, the first screenplay that I wrote and which would really help beginning um, writers to, to not only start it and finish it is something that that you have to be passionate about, which creates the whole running into the whole passion projects and blah, blah, blah. It's something that you have to know inside and out. In mm. which my my screenplay was, was loosely based off of my life, which I would always have to say that because what happened in it is just like, like you say loosely based, in which like, yes, it's, it's based off of uh, my life, but certain things didn't happen and so I don't need you worrying about me it's like like oh yes because uh, this script in particular he he suffered from depression which caused him to um, contemplate suicide in which I have not um, but that is uh, common just to address that it is very common in which you need to make sure that the people that you care about you you read the signs and make sure that like hey you all right because some people are just like, man, I just wish somebody would just ask me, like, are you okay? Mm -hmm. I'm strong, but sometimes, you know, I feel like this and that and the other, not to bring the mood down, but, you know, like, hey, we, we care. Right. And so, just to let you know this. Um, but as far as the script, I mean, this, this character that was based off of myself, uh, going through life, this was during a time where I was in college, and you know, in, in college, this is like a a uh, definitely a growing process. But you you go to find yourself before you take that next step into the real world. And in the real world, this is uh, in in college. This is where I I realized like, hey, I want to do film. So it's only natural that, <laughs> that my script would would uh would center uh, like during my my college life i'm gonna just to let people know i do have a tendency to run off on tangents and yeah we're we're um there's gonna be a lot of that during this podcast i i'm sure by the end we'll be talking about geopolitics within the asian um realm I, it's, 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 it's gonna go there it's gonna go someplace yeah, yeah, <laughs> like, like, cause, yeah, like you, you, you. I guess you're gonna mention your your time spent in China. Um, if you haven't seen or um, heard your your backstory, mm. um, but uh, like I was gonna mention, like, like, oh yeah, um, it was during it was during my college years of when I when I started reading uh, Gen Thirteen, and I could relate to that because they were college students and and this and that. I was like, oh man, this is this is so me. I can relate to this. This screenplay that uh my first one uh, i'm trying not to necessarily say the, the the title of it because like well there's a possibility that it can be shot and i don't need people taking my my wonderful and in, in my opinion uh title um but it it, it was something that that was that resonated in me as far as like okay as a person that's in the process of a growing process and and I had characters that are very close to me such as my my grandmother and my mentor and which is just like like man like like for uh, this milestone in my life I I wanted to put in this story and have it where like okay I did this in reality but in this story I'm going to take this route 
and intertwine that with other things to to really resonate with other people like they've gone through this and and or something similar to it Mm -hmm. and i'm trying to grow from it and which between heartache and pain and it's just like like even if you're down in the dumps and you're and you're spiraling out of control and like like you have the power to to change things around the you know the positive message and even though you've lost people uh whether they've passed on into the the other dimension um dragon ball z reference um (laughs) or or um or you just like like seasonal and and they've ran their season and it's time for you to depart and continue growing so i mean that's 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 the gist of the first script that i wrote all right well i'll I'll talk about mine a lot more briefly don't worry (laughs) um i remember i was about 19 and i was in college my freshman year and i was i was coming out of high school the last thing we read, we read a couple of Shakespeare's plays, and I had this very strange idea that I was the greatest writer of all time. So I said, I'm going to write a play, screenplay, mm-hmm. that is better than Shakespeare. So the first screenplay I wrote was called Shakespeareanish, and it was a combination of Hamlet. Macbeth. I remember this. Romeo and Juliet. And I, I just put all, all of his plays together into one screenplay. Mm. And it's, it's horrible. I've, I've, I haven't seen it in, in more, more than a decade. I thought it was a hot idea. Conceptually, it's, it's interesting, but it, the, the way it was done was very badly. But it got me into writing. It, it, it was really that, that first step into the realm of writing and from there um, I, I, I continued um, write, writing screenplays. So um, that was my first one. Um, my cherry popped and um, <laughs> I kept going. You, um, Seth, you, you remember the, the interview with Michael Douglas for Ant-Man? It, it, was, it was so funny. J- just the, um, he said in an interview that I think it was during college um, he had to, what did he mention? He, he mentioned something about he had to do a, a play or some sort. Okay. And, and he realized just, just like when it comes to acting, you basically lie. And he was very good at lying. I think it was because he was, um, I think he was a womanizer of some sort, something like that. I don't quote me on that part, but he, that's what, that's how he approached, um, acting in the beginning. But the whole Ant-Man and Wasp, he was at a convention, and and he mentioned, like, well, I popped a, a, a lot of cherries in my shop. <laughs> <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, I'm, I'm going to have to moderate this uh, podcast because I see <laughs> that we're going um, to be off topic. So in, in writing your first screenplay, I, I, I think, you know, the first thing you should think about is an idea that you're passionate about, something that you're very interested in something that um, you can really spend time on writing because one thing you'll realize is you will be motivated for that those first 10, 15, 20 pages. But once you get to around page 25, maybe 30, the motivation is gone and all that's left is that passion for that idea. And I, I don't know if you have had similar experiences. Um similar experiences i mean between the first one and my current one um like i it was i was so so passionate about the first one i mean it basically wrote itself current one i i think it's more so the the topic because i I, i'm like the first one like i'm basically this is me so like i know the ins and outs of this character this current one I'm writing about about other other characters um, and female characters, uh, for that matter. He's he's relatively sexist, um, so I, I'll I'll put that in in the realm. Okay. How is it sexist? I I like like I I know women to a certain degree. Um, I mean we 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 have our 
our differences, but basically as people, we we generally have the same yay or nay to, to certain things. You know what I'm saying? So, but yeah. the the first script now now from the technical side i actually used because i i never wrote a script and i i i was going to i i'm trying to remember how i did it because i think it was you who who taught me if i was going to do it on 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 uh on word or something like the margins right. and, and 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 that but um understanding what's what's uh ext and what's int you know and and i you know i'm like and i'm new to this and my cousin sent me he sent me in the mail he sent me two books he sent me the she's got a habit book and uh spike lee and he also sent me another spike lee book which was um uh the mo better blues one i i don't i didn't read the the Mo Better Blues one just yet. I got to get back on that. But I read She's Got to Have It. And I originally was just going to, all right, oh, the script's in here. Let me look at the script and try to um, uh, figure out this this whole uh, screenwriting thing. Um, but I ended up reading the whole thing, and it was very insightful due to the fact that being his first film and in, in, in the, the, the trials and tribulations of, of getting funding and having to talk to family members like, I need money, you know, and Spike has expressed this in a, a couple of other interviews. But um, at finally getting to the, the screenplay, I, I modeled my first screenplay after Spike Lee's She's Gotta Have It. And it, it also bled into the whole, um, if you've seen the movie, it's, it's like black and white and then there's a color, color scene. And I think, if memory serves me right, I, I haven't read my script in a while. Um, I kind of did the opposite in which it's, it's color and I think I had a black and white scene in it or something like that. But um, it, was, it was definitely insightful understanding how this medium work i mean you we were mentioning uh off air as far as like comics uh and or concerns it's like okay screenplays versus documentaries like uh i i you had to teach me about the whole description like you'll have brief descriptions of characters in in uh scenes of the, lo- the locations you try to get it brief because you might not be shooting it you might have another director come in, as you explained it, and they want to put their spin on it because they have their their POV on on and their style of how they shoot film. Mm-hmm. And as for you, uh, the writer, you you're like, okay, this is this is the actual script. This is the character. Things change because this is a blueprint. This is just just like okay, this is how it's constructed. You might want to break this wall down and add a door here or whatever you know like the screenplay is the blueprint to any movie first and foremost like you can't freestyle a movie um i i know i don't know if you you know the backstory of uh days of days of future past (laughs) uh days of thunder no i don't um uh, if you haven't been on the 40 ride you got to get on side note again um but Basically, if memory serves me right, the script wasn't done, hmm. and like pretty much, like days of shooting, they would would continue writing it or or alter it like heavily hmm. uh, upon um, finishing the production. I, it's been a minute since I've spoke on this, but I distinctly remember Days of Thunder being uh, a film that just like like behind the scenes working on this script like reworking things here and there to make it fit so well um going back to writing your first screenplay i feel that um one thing that a lot of writers consider doing or think about doing is creating an outline so before um some writers write screenplays they they write out a three or four page document sort of setting up where the story is going to go and i think on your first screenplay that's a good that's an excellent idea very important idea because again once you hit your um your end the end of your first act or your midpoint you know which are all words we're going to talk about in a second um it's helpful to know 
where the story is going, but also where your characters are going. Do you write outlines? Is it something you do um, when you write? Depending on the artist, because the writer is an artist. And we all have our own styles and how we, we navigate through these stories. You, you have your game plan because you don't want to paint yourself in a corner. But, I mean, again, that's where you write more than one draft. Right. Uh, I, I came from a, a, um, the mindset of, you know, like, who needs to write another draft? I can, I can write one draft because I'm constantly trying to edit as I'm writing, right. which, which didn't help. Because you're you're with the five steps forward, three steps back mm -hmm. scenario. I mean, you you I, I've worked with other other filmmakers where one would tell me just like you just need to get it all out on paper, yeah, and then figure out later, and that can help too because you're like you got all this in your head, yeah. and and you can't figure out everything in your head almost like what a math problem, you know you gotta you gotta show your work. Right. Show it. In which that's why you do your script. You get somebody to edit it. Okay, this word, and this grammar, or you know, or or this plot hole. You have an idea of what you want to do, where it's supposed to go. Minor details which might change things, which you realize. Okay, this is very important. I need this, so I need to keep this but somehow change other stuff to make this work. Mm. Now, the way I work when approaching it is that I have to know this character uh, for the film. I need to know how it starts and how it's going to end. Mm -hmm. Now, I basically live it from beginning to end. Now, I like being the, the audience member. Well, the audience member was not going to know how it's going to end. They suspect how it's going to end. Um, but they find out how it starts. But as the writer, you're supposed to know how this is going to end. Uh, side note, uh, Steven, Steven, not Steven Spielberg, uh, Stephen King, okay. I heard, uh, don't quote me on this, I heard that he doesn't know. He doesn't know that. No. He doesn't know how it's going to end. Right. Were that, you the one that told true. me this? That's true. I'm not sure if I told you, but I've heard it as well. Okay. I'm just like, like you don't know how this is going to end. So, again, it's, it's a hit or a miss. And it's like, like, oh, man, he's surprised. Yeah. It's like, oh, man, like this is what I thought. And I'm writing. As I'm going, he's literally living it. Like, right. I, I, and, and basically the same way I live it. And it's the end. It's like, this is how it needs to end. I mean, we can change it, alter it a little bit, but you have an idea. I'm like, okay, well, this is how it started, and we got to get to this point. Now, how are we going to get to this point? I mean, like, that's, that's, that's how I do it. And I don't know. I mean, so it might be good for this person, might be bad for another. Right. So you got to figure out your style, what works for you, and, and attack it. I agree. I agree. Outlining, it works for some people, it doesn't work for others. Um, again, I outline to a, a, a smaller degree. Um, I don't write out every detail, but I have a decent roadmap of where I'm going. And, and speaking of roadmaps, you like that transition? Um, speaking of roadmaps, most uh, screenplays have three acts. Um, it's generally broken down into act one, act two, act three. And in the first act, so when, when you're writing your story, well, you should you should think in these um, parameters because most Hollywood films, when you're trying to get your film to a, to an agent or a manager, which we'll talk about in the end, um, that's a very important step as well. Um, they also look for these markers: end of the first act, midpoint. So I'll, I'll go through very quickly and sort sort of talk about what the um, what the first act entails, what second act entails, and what third act entails. So in the first act, we introduce our character. Our character comes from a, um, lives in a normal world, um, we call it the normal world, and we see how they live their normal day. And the character is going to be pulled out of that world by the end of the first act. Um, in the second act, now they're, they're going on their journey. Um, at the midpoint of the story, there's often a reversal. I'm not a big proponent of the reversal. I think the second act should just keep keep going. And as they go on this journey, they, they're usually um, introduced to a villain 
or a person or an environment that is going to push them to the limits. And by the end of the second act, they're usually at a, a low point in the story. And the only way to overcome this, this obstacle is for the character to change. So what we saw in the first act of this normal world and who the character is in the first act, they change by the end of the second act. And going into the third act, they're able to overcome their difficulties because they are a different person. They have changed. So this is the general structure of most Hollywood films. And this is the way they, um, writers often think about their, their path in, in writing things. Now, independent films, there, there are many films that break this mold. But um, in general, this is how um, we write our screenplay. Um, I notice that our differences, the way, way we uh, approach things is that reading your stuff, like whether it's researched out or not, you're just like, okay, I'm gonna make this work. Mm -hmm. And in order to make this, and, and, I, and I think I was the one that would, was like, in order for that to actually happen, this bit of uh, uh, history or whatnot would have to play out in order for this to actually happen in, in our reality or whatnot. Mm -hmm. um, I, because um, we were talking earlier on um, on reading, um, in versus playing video games. Like I'll I'll do a good bit of research when it comes to script writing. Mm -hmm. um, and I think I'm the one that would just like, yeah, do you, this is what needs to be done in order for the make yours happen. Instead of like, it's hot. It's just that never happened. But again, you know, we're this is this is a story. So like, uh, just just uh, be be in the moment, be uh, involved in the story, and like you know, like the grounding magic in in our reality or whatnot. Like this is how that happens. So um, I am very. Uh, I lost my train of thought. I, I I would I would have to say researching it to the point where where oh I, okay there we go because i was trying to figure out like like our differences like my stories are usually character driven and i believe yours were more so story driven right right um in which no matter how uh, far-fetched the story may be these characters are just like oh th that character reminds me of of this person you know my brother my sister my mother my father uh the list goes on like i know people like this character right and so even though we're in this this situation zombies people react like this which which is relatable always going back to being able to relate to other people um but having a story driven story right well i i think you know when i say story driven it's definitely something where i have a story that i want to tell and i know how it's going to begin i know how it's going to end i know moments between now when i start writing it i start to learn who my characters are I don't know who my characters are in the outlining process. And again, I don't outline that much, but um, I learn who my characters are as I start to write. So my characters want to break out of the sort of the mold, the prison that I've created for them in the plot. The plot is their prison and they're trying to break out. And sometimes I do let them free. Sometimes I do let my characters take the story in directions that I wasn't planning on the story going, but I think it's. It, I think each writer sort of feels it out as as they go, as they write, as they've written multiple screenplays. They sort of get a feel of what works best for them mm. and how they should um, how they should write their stories. So, the most difficult thing I believe in writing a screenplay isn't necessarily finishing it. I think the most difficult part of writing a screenplay is rewriting. And writing is rewriting. So after you've written 120 pages, after you've crossed the Sahara Desert, you have to go all the way back to the beginning and do it again. And most writers are not willing to do that. All professional writers do that. 
you're not going to find a screenplay that hasn't been rewritten. You're not going to find a professional writer who has not rewritten a screenplay. So it's it's something that you have to do because the f- the first draft is never perfect unless your name is Carnell Holly. Then I you <laughs> might be able to, um, pull that off. So writing is rewriting. Um, I usually rewrite. I usually write a first draft, rewrite it myself to sort of clean it up, get things in place because as you write you start to realize oh that thing in the first act needs to change or this character needs to do that for this to happen so you sort so i I write it rewrite it myself and then i let someone read it Mm -hmm. give it a third or i guess a second rewrite a third draft Mm -hmm. and by that point it's ready um i don't know how you go through the rewriting process in your do you go through the rewriting process? Oh, most definitely. I, I, I'm just thinking about the current writing, uh, uh, writing this screenplay. It, it's, I it, like, like just comment on your uh, 120 pages. Like, like he doesn't mean you, you got, you got to write it all over again because you already have the, you, you already laid the groundwork. Right. So it's, it's basically tweaking. Yeah. You, you're not writing a completely. Uh, not necessarily well, depending on different script, uh, unless the the creators or the uh, producers just is like you know what we need, we we need this to happen and yeah. and it'll turn into something completely different. But um, I mean, there are instances where you would you would have to have a game plan for what Marvel. Um, like, oh, we, we don't know if we're going to have Spider-Man for this, so we'll write one with Spider-Man in it. Right. Or like, oh, we're not sure if we're going to have Black Panther in it, we'll write one for with Black Panther and or uh, this, that, and a third. Right. Um, but again, these are just just minor minor things that changes the the flow ever so slightly, but not to the point where it's completely different story like surprise you know we want those surprises but we you know behind the scenes you know so be it but the way that i i work it is that i (laughs) have my wife (laughs) read it um more so it, it i'm still trying to get myself from from uh not editing as i go because i still have that habit we all create habits be it good or bad but i mean there's certain lines it's just like like i have this line does this really work to to help push me into going into the flow of this this scene particular scene mm-hmm. um so as i'm going i'll 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 get to this point and i'm like i'm not too sure about this but rather than you know like i i have her say hey can you can you read this and I don't know how many times she's read the same lines, but getting back to where I'm at in order to keep uh, moving forward. But you know, it's just like like you're gonna have to have other people, different different eyes on your script to make sure that you're going in the right direction because we can't be blinded by our own. Like, hey, I'm the hottest out there, so I know my stuff's going to be hot. Right. But I, you know, I I I I have the saying. Which I haven't said in a while, which is uh, we we can only see so much, and we have to rely on others to see what we don't see. Right. So, right. I agree. Um, That's a nice quote. Hey, you know, I, I do this. I do this. <laughs> <laughs> so it's like like I, I I'm I'm so focused. You know, being the creator, I'm supposed to be able to see all this. But there's these little things in there that's just like, all right, what am I missing to to help? Uh, bridge these these massive continental ideas, mm. you know, because they're they're far apart, and I need to bring them together stateside. So I'm like, like this is that's that's the way that I work. Um, again, I mean, if it works for you, it works for you. If it don't, it don't. You we you just have to find out what gets you the best work out and. It not take like forever in a day because I mean you in a, in the in this profession you have to be able to meet deadlines and you you know you're just like like oh you know like I'll get back to it whenever and they're like we'll we'll wait for you like no no right. they're paying you exactly. to get this done by a certain date oh yeah. yes deadlines are very important and um, I have 
many a time gone over deadlines and gotten chewed out by some producer or executive. Um, but yes, writing is rewriting. You, you have to get it done, rewrite it again and again. You have to make it perfect. And the reason I say that is you're competing with a lot of people. Um, you're competing with very talented people. And to, to really uh, make an impact on someone, you can't um, give them a weaker version. And I'll give you a great example. There was this friend of mine. I, I'm, I'm, I'm wrapped at an agency uh, called CAA, and they wanted um, my agents to look at their script. I read his script. Man, it was, it was bad. It was nauseatingly bad. Um, and that's not to say that I'm great or, or that just his he didn't he gave me a very bad draft of, of his script nice I, I told him i think you need to rewrite i think you need to work on it again a couple weeks later he's like hey i got another draft of the script let you went i didn't read it <laughs> you get one you get one chance you get one chance otherwise i'm i'm not in, i'm not going to read every draft of your script go back work on it put in the time and and get it to a legit point and then send it to people. Mm -hmm. You know, people people are busy. They're, you know, if, if someone's going to take the time out to read your script, make sure it's in good shape. Make sure you've read it, reread it. Um, you've gotten a couple people to look at it. And you know, unless you're my best friend, I'm I'm not really gonna gonna pay that you know much attention to every to to you know people's screenplay. So you get, you get a pass. Right, right, right. Yeah, best friend, family, they get a pass, but. You know, if you're if you're giving your script to someone in the profession to 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 get it to an agency, you have to make sure it's in tip top shape. Mm. You have to make sure it's clean. Oh, well, well polished. I I it's that, that's that's funny because like you just made me think of um, back when I was trying to get my my script uh, um, made. Mm -hmm. I like I, I kid you not. I I went to Russell Simmons. Uh, book signing here in Georgia, wow. and I, I handed off a draft to him. And because the funny thing is, just just a side note, like this story, I guess, just to give you an idea of of uh, the magnitude of of where I was coming from with it, mm -hmm. was that like when a buddy of mine read my script and she told me like yo you're uh this this reminds me of limitless mm. i was like and at the time i've never seen limitless i was like like for real like how you figure and after seeing it like i see how they could have taken a not to say that they did because we, I mean, we, we, you know, thoughts are fluid. It, it's in the, it's in the ether. People yeah. are picking from it. This and that. Like, hey, I came up with that idea like such and such time ago. Like, you know, but it was in the timing. But they, they mentioned, like, I could see them possibly taking a piece of it and running with it and fleshing it out into just that one piece you know be it you know just you would have to know the subject matter in order where in read my script and this and that the ha having it polished because a buddy of mine he he mentioned that he's going to read this this other script once it's done he's going to look over it because he's uh he's a script writing professor which like as i'm thinking about this like you know what he's got to be a special guest maybe on the next episode which would be pretty hot uh i don't know if you're going to be in town for this one or whatnot but we'll we'll work something out right um great addition for the show but but um when you get it to people it has to be on point like not just reading the whole script sometimes you only get 15 exactly. to to 10 pages exactly. and 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 that's normally to to some it's just like all right i read these this should put me in the frame of mind whether or not this script is good or not exactly. and i got in contact with with uh, Johnny Young Bosch, uh, way back when, and uh, for those of you that don't know, he's a a former Power Ranger uh, fan of his. He he's a big anime voiceover actor. Ah, uh, Vash the Sampede. He he said like, okay, I'll read. I I think it was ten. I think it was the first ten pages, and at the time, uh, the way that I wrote it, I didn't understand the gist of how you're supposed to grab your reader because mm -hmm. like if you read the whole thing you're just like oh man this is hot but 
you have to have things in play in order for it to flow it like grab the reader's attention and then uh say like okay now now my interest has been piqued i gotta see how this ends right now i want to definitely jump in on that yeah great point agents agencies they will tell you this a thousand times you have five to ten pages if that um people are going to open your screenplay on page two if they see like two typos trash i don't have time for this and that's that's not me saying it that's the agency saying it they have a pile 20 scripts high and these assistants um have to read these scripts every day and if you're if you seem unprofessional in the sense that you have a lot of typos in those first few pages they're gonna throw it in the trash and move on to the next one um, so you don't have that much time, not, not just typos, but like he said, something that's going to draw the reader in. If they're not drawn in by page 10, if it seems boring or unprofessional or amateurish, then they're not going to move on. Mm. So you have to make those first five to 10 pages interesting in some, some way. I'm not saying you definitely have to have an explosion on page three, but, um, it needs to be something that's. Yeah, yeah, it doesn't doesn't hurt. No. Doesn't hurt. Doesn't hurt. Somebody to have, dying. Have the explosion there. You know, it's something that's an attention grabber. You know, because it, it's it's one of those things where like like even if it's a, a a slow burn type of type of film, there has to be something in there that that sparks the interest. It's got to be interesting. Right. And which which sort of leads us into sort of the last thing I wanted to talk about, which was. Um, you're done. You have created the best screenplay that has ever been written in history. A shiny gem um, sitting on your desktop. Where do you go from there? Who do you send it to? How do you get your screenplay to the agencies, to Spielberg, to Scorsese, whoever you think would be the perfect director? Um, how do you get yourself out there? And um, I can speak from my side. One thing that I did was I sent my scripts to screenplay festivals. And there are two festivals in particular that garner the attention of people in the industry. Um, the number two on that list is the Austin Screenplay Festival. Mm. So this is the one that uh, screenwriters like John August and Craig Mazin, they often go to these. And um, the winners usually get agencies interested. Agencies are usually looking at these winners. But also on that list, and this is number one, is the Nickel Fellowship. I've the Nickel Fellowship is the screenwriting contest. It's held by the Academy. The same people who give out the Oscars, they judge, not the exact same people, but it's the same organization. They judge these screenplays. And the winner of this contest, not even the, just the winners, people who are semi-finalists, semi get agents, get representation. The winner of this competition, they get something like $35,000 but they also get um, accolades. The, the winner of the Nickel Fellowship is it's an accolade for screenwriters. It's, mm. um, it, it's definitely something, that's, um, something that if you show it to an agency, you will get their attention. If you finish your screenplay, you might want to send it into the Nickel Fellowship. You might want to send it into the Austin Screenplay Festival. These are both screenplay um, competitions that anyone can enter. There's a fee, but it's not huge. It's like $40, $50, and it's, it's understandable because they have to print your stuff out. They have to judge it, but many different readers have to read it. So it has to go through three readers to make it to the next level and then have a couple readers there and then all the way to the, uh, the winner. Um, so I recommend that method um, to sort of get your screenplay out there. Also, certain agencies and management houses... And people always think about the agent, but you might be able to get a manager um, before you get an agent. They accept query letters. And what a query letter is, is you write, hi, my name is whatever. Um, I am a screenwriter. I've been writing for how many years? I studied where? I learned this. I've been awarded whatever. Whatever you can say to make your um, query letter stronger helps. If you've won some award, if you're um, connected to some, someone else, someone in the industry, all of these things help you um, 
get the attention of these agencies and these management houses. And um, oh, just a quick for those that don't know, what's the difference between managers and agents? Uh, great question. Um, agents and managers um, play different roles. Your manager is more so focused on your career. Mm. Um, your manager is supposed to. Um, be a, a, a lifelong, long-term um, sort of relationship. And they, I uh, would say, care more about you individually. Mm. What is best for you? Agencies are about money. I wouldn't say that they don't care about you, but they, they, they would put you in a situation where you may or may not succeed in writing a screenplay. Um, I write thrillers, for example. And if there's a hot deal where they can get me writing this romantic comedy, though th they probably know that I can't write a romantic comedy, if there's a lot of money involved, maybe they would do it. While the manager would say, no, you are not suited to write a romantic comedy. Mm. And um, not. So the agency is more so about making money business oriented, while the manager is personal and more oriented towards you. Um, that example was a little extreme. <laughs> the agency wouldn't do that. They wouldn't put me in a romance. But but it's that it's that that idea, you know. Um, so you 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 would send your query letter to these agencies, and these agents might read it. And if if you if you sound interesting, if your story, your screenplay sounds interesting, then um, they would pick you up. They they would read the screenplay, and if it is good, they would pick you up as a uh, writer. So there are different ways to sort of get your screenplay out there and um, get it out to the world, get eyes on it. So, Carnell, um, what do you think? Is there any other th any anything else that you can add to this? And any anything any closing comments you want to leave for for uh, aspiring screenwriters, people who are interested in writing their first screenplay, who think they have talent but have no idea how to how to get their voice onto the page, how to get their page out to people who are willing to, to produce a film? Um, let me see now. I, I, I would have to say, for, for one, I mean, screenwriting, it, it's, it, it's not for everybody. Um, it, it's not suited for everybody, but it, it, the, the thing is, I mean, people try to put you in a, 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 a box and the way you craft your art might be a bit unorthodox. I mean, um, uh, Quentin Tarantino comes to mind, and it's just like, like what it, it's it's one of those things where like he's writing it because he's going to direct it, whether you direct it or not. I mean, if you have a hot script and you're able to get it across to other readers people people will disregard certain certain little tidbits here and there just like oh you know like that you know i was like wasn't really feeling that so much it's like yeah it's not really a deal breaker per se but you do have to take it serious yeah. you 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 have to uh learn learn the craft right. i mean have have uh, have some some inkling of of where things go i mean it's a learning process don't don't get me wrong i mean you sure. you you're, you're not just going to just like come out the womb just like i like i i know all this I and agree. then and then come out with this 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 blockbuster hit idea and just put it on paper I like know. like that first screenplay is often a class it's it's not going to be worth anything. It's you learning how to write. Mm. Um, even your second and third screenplay, you, you it may not be sold, but it's 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 a journey. And once you've written a few, you really sort of get a grasp of of what you're doing. And um, eventually, one of them will be the one that gets you attention. I mean, you hit or miss. Um... But it's one. It's one of those things where you like you. You got to make sure that you, you're, you're focused. You're you're passionate. You like like you can't fizzle out on this because this is not a short distance. This is a long distance marathon. You're you're getting through basically somebody's life, uh, moment in time, and it's 
according to the pages within two hours mm. so you're you're condensing time you're you're you know you're this this quote unquote god of this world that that you have to relay to all these these other people how to flesh it you know like like make it fully fledged make it believable because if you believe it you'll get them to believe it mm. um but this this you got to have the passion i mean you got to have the talent too We're, there's no getting around that you if you're if you're good you know there there's a chance for you to to make it in the industry right. you know you just can't have like oh i have this dream you know like i have this idea i just like well i mean it's it's a nice idea but i mean you're not really displaying it in a way that is it, it that that it's profitable mm-hmm. you know because you i mean you mentioned before like one of those one of those things that that companies like to to buy is is low budget high concept films that's true, that's true. um a topic for another day yeah that's true that's true i i, I would i want to run up into something else but you you got to remember take away from from this is that you you got to have the passion you you got to have a story and feel like like this is this is something that needs to be told and 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 write it you you need to write it because you just keeping it to yourself like oh i talk about it like oh that sounds hot you know is it done you know like i ran into that is it done yet like no it's all in my head mm-hmm. like no right. write it on paper right and be prepared to write it over and over again until it's polished it, it and and people that read it like see exactly your vision i agree i agree so much um it takes time and it takes a lot of hard work i have a friend writing this screenplay i asked him uh, many times is it you know what pages is he on and he uh he keeps telling me the same page every time so it definitely oh. <laughs> obviously he's talking about me but <laughs> Needless to say. <laughs> so, ladies and gentlemen, folks all around the world, thank you for t- tuning in to Writer's Roulette. I am Dwayne Worrell. And I am Carnell Holly. Ooh, Dwayne, almost forgot. Ladies and gentlemen, please leave us a review on iTunes on the show. Tell us what you think, what not. But if you're trying to reach out to Dwayne and I on Twitter, you can reach Dwayne at Dwayne A. Worrell and myself at Carnell Holly. Well, fanboys and fangirls, that's our show. Thanks for playing. And we are out.